Hi, this is Claire, and this is the 12 and 12 podcast. Well, good morning and happy new year. So this is the first of the proper podcast episodes. And what my intention was, was to give a bit of background about the 12 and 12 and why I'm doing what I'm doing and how I've got to this place. Um, And I realised when I was thinking of what I'd say, I've already said it all in this book that I wrote at the end of, uh, no, start of this year, or sorry, start of last year, start of 2017. So it's called Mother Running 12. And if you're watching on the video, I'm modelling it beautifully. And yes, this gives background about why I started doing what I was doing and how we got to the place we're at. And hopefully by doing this, um, this little episode, it gives you a bit more background and we'll know where we're at. We're on a nice, even footing, if listening to me talk is an even footing. I don't know how you feel about that, but you're still listening. So I think that's a good thing. Okay, so this isn't going to be totally audiobooky. There will be some bits I've missed out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to read from the book and... Let me know what you think, and if you like it, feel free to buy the book, or, yeah, just just let me know. Gosh, I'm professional. (laughs) Okay. In November 2015, I decided to run 12 marathons in 12 months. A 12 and 12, to raise money for MND Scotland. I was a runner, and I had run marathons, a fair few, but never this many in a short-ish space of time. I had three kids to juggle, a business, a home to run, and supposedly a social life. But still I decided I wanted to do this. In fact, I knew I had to do this and raise funds for MND Scotland, now that this cruel disease had taken its toll on our family. This isn't about me, although granted I'm going to be a big chunk of it. It's about the 12 and 12 challenge, how it happened and why. And if you've read this far, or listened, or downloaded it, or bought it, or borrowed it from a friend, I'm going to assume you're already a little bit interested. Also, if you have this in your hands or ears right now, the chances are you know me. And I say it as fully confident that I can guess who does and doesn't have this. But if I don't know you yet, and you are here, then thank you very much. It's nice to meet you. MND is a rapidly progressing terminal illness, which stops signals from the brain reaching the muscles. This may cause someone to lose the ability to walk, talk, eat, drink, or breathe unaided. There is currently no cure or effective treatment for MND, and the average life expectancy from diagnosis is just 14 months. Scientists still don't know why it occurs, and research has been done across the world, but for this to happen and continue, we need to raise funds. And this is why I'm so grateful to you for reading and supporting the 12 and 12 challenge, because in doing so, you're also doing your bit to help the scientists and doctors understand this disease. For those of you who may doubt the success of fundraising, well, remember the Ice Bucket Challenge from 2014? The 87.7 million pounds raised has funded six research projects and led to the breakthrough discovery of the NEK1 gene, which has helped the research teams put together another piece of the puzzle, Every penny helps, and every conversation to raise awareness of MND is valuable too. So thank you. I was never sporty, and I'm going to have to confess that today I still don't really think I am. Not next to some people. I don't run overly fast, but I do run a lot and far. And although I'm not fast, I'm fit, and that's what works for me. I don't know why I started to run. I don't see it as a therapy thing. I don't get calm or peace. To be honest, I think I just like the big miles. I like knowing I can travel for miles and miles and miles, and that's a mile cross-country race. Not that I raced it, because I hadn't figured out my training properly, or my nutrition, and I injured myself. And to be honest, I'd only entered it because no one had stopped me in time. Uh, As ever, I probably would have made that decision regardless, because stubborn. Four months after the doing, I ran Brighton, carrying the injury from the December, but I loved it. 
I love the atmosphere and the crowds and the feeling mile upon mile upon relentless mile ticking away. It was incredible. And despite the pain and self-doubt and tears, a marathon is an awesome and amazing achievement for every single person that takes part. They say the last five miles of a marathon make you a marathoner. I have to disagree with this. The final few miles will test you to the max, but that's not what makes a marathoner. To me, the marathoner is made in the days and weeks and months leading to the marathon date. From making that decision to do a marathon, paying your registration fee, finding your training plan, getting going, that is what makes you a marathoner. Having the guts just to even do it. Crossing that start line is where you show what you've done. And those 26.2 miles may make or break you, but they don't define you. Brighton was my first years that day as I ran through the crowds and I saw all the names and in memories on the backs of tops. They were all running for things they cared about that needed their help and support. I didn't have that. I was just happy to be running and raising any funds I could. That day it was about me. I was completing a marathon. I fell pregnant in the weeks that followed that marathon and gave birth to my son the following January. I was a marathoner and had a child and life was sweet. After I had Lachlan, I decided I wanted to run again, so I signed up and ran Loch Ness that September. Now, I'm not one for admitting I have the running bug, and I'd like to say I didn't catch the bug, but I hadn't even done Loch Ness before I'd signed up to Brighton 2012. I still looked to know at those running for causes close to them, and amazed at their emotional motivation, while my motivation was still just me. I wanted to do it, I wanted to run again, I wanted big miles, and any funds that I raised were a happy byproduct. It was good and all about me. And again after Brighton I fell pregnant with my second son, who I had the following February. While pregnant with Adam, I had signed up for the Loch Ness Marathon for the September after he was born. It was going to become a tradition, if doing something twice is a, is a tradition. I did it, I ran, I was proud. But sadly this time I found that I too had a cause close to me. A few months before Loch Ness, our family was rocked with the news that one of my uncles had been diagnosed with motor neuron disease. Now I had a cause, a cause that I cared about. I ran the Loch Ness Marathon that year for the Ewan MacDonald Centre for Motor Neuro Disease. I didn't enter Brighton for 2014, I ran Edinburgh instead. It was a spring marathon and, true to form, the pregnancy test came back positive a few weeks later. By now I was running for MND Scotland, a charity that more people seem to know about. Which is something I discovered while fundraising, is that the more well-known a charity is, the more likely people are to donate to it. And the same goes for illnesses. If people know about a disease or a cause in general, it seems they're more likely to support your efforts. The Ice Bucket Challenge, which originally started in America, did an amazing job of highlighting the disease. And when the challenge spread to the UK, so many more people became aware of MND. I had Jacob in February 2015, and while pregnant, I'd already signed up for the Loch Ness Marathon for that year, along with Paris and Brighton 2016. I was going to do three marathons in six months, and it was a daunting task. I trained and I fundraised for MND in the months following Jacob's birth. I wanted to do more for the charity, and I thought this was it. I was going to do it, I made money, and it would help those suffering. I trained, I ran, and I enjoyed the run so much. I was on fire, I was gonna raise money. I knew I had the support of my family. I was juggling work and the children, but it was going to do this. I was on top of the world as I crossed that finish line. The first of three in six months was done. We drank wine and we celebrated and toasted ourselves. I hoped that this small step would be enough to make a difference, even slight. And I knew it was. All funds raised help. Sadly, two weeks after Loch Ness, we got the news that my uncle had passed away. And it all seemed pointless. All I had done was some running. 
and it was all futile. I still believe that to a degree. The irony that I'm running for those who can't use their limbs seems like some sort of cruel joke at times, and I worry that it's not the most sensitive of things to do, but it's what I can do, and so it's what I've done. I felt a massive amount of guilt. All I had done was run, and I had reason for it. My reason was my uncle. It was because I was so heartbroken that someone I loved had had this disease. I'm ashamed to say that I only made it back to Ireland once between his diagnosis and him passing away. And I have no excuse for this, and I will probably be ashamed of this fact forever. This, I think, was a huge part of why I did what I did over the past 12 months. I had to do something. And the marathons were something I knew I could do. With the three marathons in six months already planned, I started working on getting some promotion in the press for the cause and a fundraising page set up. I started mentioning it to people, and it almost seemed too easy. So when in the days that followed the date of the Dublin Marathon was announced, it was a no-brainer. The date was the 30th of October almost bang on the anniversary of my uncle's passing. In the next 12 months, I could raise funds and awareness and I would run a marathon a month. That would be a challenge. That would hurt. And that's what I needed to do. And so I started. So there we go. That's the background of the 12 in 12 and how it came to to being for me. I know lots of people do some amazing um, 12 and 12 projects. So if you have one and you want to get in touch, let me know about it. Please do, because I think it's incredible the different reasons that each of us put ourselves through this. Um, But anyway, hopefully me reading that out. I know I missed a few chunks out. If you've read the book, you'll know that. Uh, If you haven't read the book, you can buy it on Amazon. Just search for Mother Running 12 or you can email me at hello at 12and12.co.uk and we can do a PayPal thing and get it sent out to you. But it just gives you some background to why it started, where we're at now and, uh, you know, saves me from having to assume people know what's going on. And I probably do assume that quite a lot anyway. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, Take it easy and catch you later. Bye.